Three, two, one, roll the footage. Welcome back, everybody, to the Strategy Sprints podcast. I'm your host, Simon Severino. My guest today is a functional movement coach from South Africa. He helps people improve the quality of their life through movement. Welcome, everybody, Carl Reeder. Hey, thanks for having me, Simon. Good to be on the show. Excited to have you here. Movement is so important. We will talk about that, but also we will talk about how to build a recurring reliable revenue stream with online business. Sounds great. And uh, tell us, what are you currently creating? I'm busy creating a, a new system of movements, functional movements. So many uh, guests or people will be familiar with things like yoga or Pilates or Tai Chi. So I'm looking at creating a new a new system uh, like the same thing, but in but in functional movements, and then teaching that online to to clients around the world, and then also looking at bringing on people who already are trainers who want to learn how to teach this to their clients. So yep, it's exciting times. Oh yeah, and since I have been doing CrossFit a lot, I know what functional movement is. But explain for the people what is functional movement? What is the opposite? Well, the, the the simple thing is it's it's the body's natural movements that we that the body that does so to produce uh, physical tasks like pulling, pushing, carrying things, lifting, bending, squatting. But it's the body's is uh, has its own software if you can imagine that. So it's got its own pre-programmed movements, and it's just discovering what those movements look like and um, how you should move the way the body's designed to move. And it's not isolated movements, but it's the movement that you really need in daily life, and especially in, in old age when when you need. <laughs> you see that the big the big thing was the the fitness industry went for weight loss and looking good, and so we designed exercises to challenge specific muscles. And then in the medical world, we we looked at specializing, focusing on single muscles to help rehabilitate. But we've kind of moved away, our modern lifestyle away from just natural movements that flow. So I think that's where the industry is going and they're trying to get back to. Cool. And your CEO tip is, hey, people, build an online stream of revenue. Can you unpack that? I think just moving away, especially for trainers like myself, selling the hours and um, just being sort of having to, especially now with COVID, but if you can get online and meet people online and be involved in podcasts and generate that, that not necessarily passive income, but just also just getting that, that, that online business to grow, it kind of makes you resilient to what's going on in the world at the moment. And uh, for me, just being, being on podcasts has been just been fantastic. Just, just building and meeting people around the world. And I've, I've moved away from the blogging and a lot of the social media. That's just for my specific business, but I've found that, podcasting has been fantastic it's been such a great way to meet people and be on shows like yours it's been great absolutely and so you are not selling your time for money now you are creating something that will not passively because it's a lot of activity to build it but it will create 
a, a steady stream of leads of income. Can you tell us more? Correct. Yeah. So I do. I've got videos that I make. Then we package those into to products and productize those. And then we have uh, like consulting into memberships where you get paid a retainer or you you people buy the videos. They buy your PDF documents, and that's kind of where I'm also creating now that as well with the, the new functional movement system. So looking at training training videos. Um, I've got a few for swimming now in Australia that I sell and, and, and moving into that direction. So that's that's been that's also been great and, and um, trying to think out the box. You know, we so especially as trainers and in the medical world, we so fixed on having a, been in the gym or um, been in a practice. So yeah, it's great. So I am a full remote guy since since one and a half years. I coach only remotely, but many people tell me, yeah, but come on, Simon, some things cannot be digitized. And I'm like, oh, really, which one? <laughs> Because, for Very example, today, today I booked a five-day yoga retreat next week from, from my home. So I will be on a five-day yoga retreat alone, basically, here in my house. My kids will be around, and I will be on a, on a yoga retreat with a teacher in London. So how, do you coach completely remote? I do. I've actually shut down my whole practice here in South Africa, and, and it's mostly online now. And, and uh, I, I specialize in different fields, whether it's knee arthritis, back pain, golf. It's you know, it's kind of health is quite broad, and um, so most of it's done. Most of it's online uh, through Zoom or Skype, and um, just amazed at how many people are, are open to that now, especially after the COVID. And they are they don't mind. They put their phone or their iPad, and they. They're just happy to do the movements and, and they get on with it. And it's it's been amazing. It's just a different mindset. Like you said, Simon, just getting changing that mindset. I will tell you, even in the sports field, I'm even more bullish about the remote stuff because so my favorite thing is to do sports in nature, to do it alone anyway. I'm a triathlete. I do it alone anyway. Oh, nice. Just just the race is together with others. Um, and, but the training, I'm, I'm used to do it whenever I want. And it's basically the, the more, the better every day, a couple of times a day. Now, the more you are free to do it, uh, the better if, if I have to wait. So when I was doing CrossFit in between, I had to be there at exact that time when the group starts. Yes. And I had to commute there, uh, losing half an hour and then changing etc you lose one and a half hours for just one training session and so everything that can give me more freedom and then help me train where i am right now at in in the moment that i am right now it's super helpful how did you what are the mechanisms that you have found to make it work remotely Well, I think in terms of the, the Zoom, it, it depends. I've got different clients. So some clients, you know, they they just want me to look at their movements and it can be 10 to 15 minutes. Other clients, the older sort of generation, want to have an hour conversation and talk and share. And so that becomes an hour. And that's just, you know, very simple also over the Zoom. But it's really just dialing into what what people want and, then, and that guides your products or your, your services. And uh, like triathletes, Uh, busy people and and you know got lots to long ago that I want to sit for an hour and a half on zoom they, they want to basically maybe show you an exercise and say look just check my technique and um, I will say this and that and change that and they say thank you very much and I'll see you next week and, and it helps them that you know again it's, and then the other person in Australia or America will say I you know I just I, I just want to talk and explain this to me and movements so 
yeah, that, that's how I've dialed, discovered those different products or different services. Absolutely. And also to my coach, I would send either a, a short video. Hey, look, this is my running technique. What do you say? Yeah. Vertical oscillation, yeah. legs, etc. back, tension, no tension. And then and then a speed of the legs. And then sometimes we he, he would just say, Hey, send me your Garmin data. And yeah. so and he would say the volume and the average pace, etc. And would say, Hey, you are you are running too fast, you are not running enough. And just giving me hints that then I have to go in and implement. Do you? God, it's, it, I do that with the golfers and the runners. I'm also a running technique coach. So we do that with the running as well. They just send a, a, a video and it takes me literally like 30 seconds to see sometimes the faults and just make a quick change. It's very, very small things. So very often it's just literally, like you say, bend the knees or you're doing, you're doing this too fast. And, um, it's amazing what you can do now with technology. You know, you can put it into these video analysis apps and software, and and um, yeah, it's fantastic. I think it's worked for both of us, the trainers and the and the clients that are really enjoying the the quick and the and the and the helpful as long as you're getting results. And I think it's also a general shift in how we coach. For example, I am a business coach, but uh, three years ago I would do one eight-hour workshop once a month. So you had to wait for four weeks until I come to your city and then we do a full workshop. And, and, and I, I don't think it's natural, it's functional, it's, it's appropriate anymore. Yeah, I yeah. think it's like you say, it's I need you 15 minutes here and then 10 minutes there and then five minutes there and then 20 minutes there, sometimes multiple times in one day. Correct. But not in four weeks, I need you for eight hours. That's really. Not I, I think. I think a big thing that, that's a mindset for me and, and and the business world is changing from a from a. I'm so passionate about what I do, but I had to jump into the business world because you got to sell what you do. <laughs> is that, you know, you think that you got to you charging the money, you got to give them the time, and the guys, especially my triathletes and stuff, they're not interested in the time. They're interested in the results. They they want the result. If you can give them that result in 30 seconds, they'll pay you for it. And for me, you know, I feel you know. I can. I don't want to sit now and talk for the next forty-five minutes and just waste your time because you're charging you per hour. And that was a big mindset for me to, to change. Yeah, I think that's so important. It depends on your target audience. So that's if your target audience values time more than money, they want to spend for the most efficient solution. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. there is also the other audience. They have more time than money. Uh, different problem, different solutions for them, different formats. Absolutely. Yeah, well said. And, that, and that's what I've been discovering. You know, I don't, I don't have a background in business, but I'm just learning this as I go along. And um, yeah. Yeah, you're sensing it quite right. Uh, I am <laughs> 18 years in this business. And uh, <laughs> I found this. Yeah, no, it's uh, just simply like, what, what do people want? I think, as you said, like, it, it's such a, like solving people's problems and, and having someone lock him in for eight weeks of two hour, Zoom sessions is not what a triathlete wants, but it is what a lady or an old man and, and whoever they are wants to sit down and you take them slowly through the movements and you, you train them. That's what they're looking for. So it's, yeah. I'm so curious who you pick for the strategy award after one word from our sponsors. Hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free masterclasses. Go grab them at strategysprints.com. You can pick one person when everybody's zigging. This person is zigging. Who is this? 
You know, uh, there's so many people out there that are doing great things, but uh, one of the guys that I've been following lately is a guy called Joel Irway, um, and he's uh, uh, someone that's master on the sales funnels and sales processes. He deals with mini webinars, and he's just been so helping me so much with the that there are people who are, will buy from you right now and you don't need to spend like all this time developing complex systems to try to get your first clients. And I think that was to me, uh, especially being new, well not new, two years now in internet businesses, but just just find your find those big, find those clients and if they're buying, then work on getting more of them and then you can start to, so it's, he, he, it's called like the dissension model. So instead of selling like a $5 product and a $20 product and a $48 product and a $100 product and a thousand, he says, just going for the, the big number and to me that was a weird way of thinking because I've been so used to the ascension model and now I've, I've said to my clients in the US most of my clients are US based and in Europe as well and that's my price this is what I offer and, and it's been amazing how many people have bought it and it's been for me it, it just frees you up as a businessman because you're not you know if I've got to sell the $499 info product it, you're going to have to sell thousands you know to, to make a decent living and so, yeah, tell us. So, what's what's your current offer and your current price, and who is it for? Well, I mean, it's I just I sell still one soft sessions, which is looking around seventy nine dollars a session for forty five minutes, and then I've got a two hundred and seventy nine dollar for once a week sessions. But my clients often will take see twice a week, so they will buy two two lots of packages. And then um, I've got a forty nine dollar email support that I work email with the guys. But I'm still looking, like you said, it's it keeps changing now with the, with my triathletes in, in in Australia. I'm trying to work on what would be a fairly monthly recurring income that they'll be happy to have access to my videos and uh, what what part of the content do they value? So it's 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 a trial and error, like you know, process. You're trying to find out what they're happy to pay for. But I think I'm not underpriced. Like when I look at uh, my clients in the US, have often said you 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 know you you're fairly more on the lower side. Uh, but when I compare it to this African market, it's four times what I charge here. So it's just difficult to, especially being out from the Europe or America, to to to, to make sure that you you price yourself right. But I don't really want to also, um, you know, yeah, you know, price too much, price myself out in the market. If that makes sense. Yeah, and we we have some similar topics because I'm in Europe, but we have also fifty percent of our clients are in the Bay Area. And then okay. we have uh, Latin America, and then we have the London area, area, yeah, and Australia, similar to you. So we, we don't have a lot of South Africa going on, but we have a lot of Australia going on, and um, and so it's the same thing when you compare your price, what you take as a comparison, because I now have to compete with the U.S. prices, yes. and um, and so which one do you take? It's an interesting conversation to have in the team. And some people do now price per country, and okay. uh, we don't. But there are some pros and cons. And also, it's competitive analysis. Uh, who do you pick as your competitor? So you can pick other people who have similar offer, or you can pick the alternative for the client. So what else can they do if they don't work with you? And then you see, OK, how much time or or or, or money would they waste and what is it worth? And then you package it, the price that way. Yeah, and that's what I've done. I mean, I've looked at my top top little guys and I've, I've actually, you know, I built a relationship with them and I'll say to them, hey, do you know, do you feel this is a good price? And they'll say, 
you do too cheap or it's too much or if you added this to your services i would happily pay that and i'm like okay and then i add it to my services and they pay it you know so it's it's just that trial and error i think the price is so important because i know in the us they're very um i'm generalizing but it's they do equate price with quality and i think most of us do if you're going to buy a cheap you know saying cheap you generally associate it with poor quality so it's just trying to sell that the value that i add to my clients that even though maybe it's a 10 minute call but that might be life changing for you, you know, so, and how you put a price on that. It's the value. You know, if in five minutes you can tell to a top athlete that he is losing five centimeters in vertical oscillations like I had, and, uh, and that makes the difference between the sixth place or the third place in a Correct. race. Now, how much is that worth? It was five minutes, but this is worth a lot. Correct. Them. So it's the value. And, but it has to be the, the client has to value that. You know, I, I work with a lot of golfers. And um, so they value, you know, high level golfers, they value that small little change because it's a difference between having back pain and back pain for golfers is a nightmare. You know, it's the hour of the competitions. But if you can just show them one or two tweaks and their pain goes and they, 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 you know, as you say, they can start playing more golf tournaments. And so it's, it's, it is, it's, it's great. The three books that shaped you most. Sure, you know my surname's Reader, but I don't read. I haven't read a lot of books, but I, yeah, I, you know, I think the last twenty years, 10, 15 years, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, so I had to dig back into my history. But uh, a few that come to mind is the Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. That was a for me that was great. Just how the ideas and and small things in that can spark a, a revolution. But just how you spread your message, and then um, I really enjoyed Rich Dad Poor Dad. Just the way of Robert Kiyosaki, how he's his. Going from having a job to being a business or an investor mindset that really uh, helped me to really think about you know where I was going because that was what was resonating in my in my mind so that was good. Um, I'm also quite a religious person, so I read the Bible. Uh, you know, every day it's not a book I read, so that uh, helps me with my morality, making sense of the world we live in, and. Um, yeah, I think as a business owner, you need you need more than just your own resources, a bit of faith to get through the tough times. So, yeah, those are the three books that I recommend or, or not recommend, but I've read, yeah. Beautiful. Yes, and also a good mix of, of like really tested books and more newer books. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and because it's, it's always good to have some of your reading that has passed the test of times. That is evergreen. Yeah, we we have a saying here: you want to read the old guys, you want to read the people of the old guys, because I'm not not no discredit to younger, but they've they've been through it, and you know they, they've seen it all before. Absolutely, I have I have a similar say rule for myself: read at least one pre Gutenberg book. <laughs> yeah, at least one one. Yeah, so beautiful. Um, what did you recently change your mind about? Sure. I, I think just uh, I, we live in such an instant world of gratification. Things have got to happen quickly, and especially like being on the online space. Like I, I had this sort of unrealistic expectation of how far my business would be. So, you know, I thought I'd be this multi-millionaire by now. But anyway, the point is just how long this getting life. It's all about timing. And you know, we're not a we're not a factory. We 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 we're humans, and we we've got to get growing our experiences and our character. Especially what I do, it, it, it takes time to learn experiences interact with people online so just this thing of adjusting my expectations and mindset around timing and it's amazing when you're when you're when you're ready for something it, it it's 
it happens. The timing is, uh, I've just seen day, like the last couple of years now, even with interviews and podcasts where two years ago, I, I just couldn't get onto podcasts. And now every second week I've been invited onto podcasts. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a timing thing and, and, and re relaxing in that now. So not, not stressing about it and not, not trying to make things happen, just sort of do, do the best I can. Cool. Who should be my next guest? Sure. Uh, look, in the, from the business world, I would definitely recommend the guy I was following, that Joel Irwe. He's he would be if you if you can reach him, but he's he would be a good guy to get on on here, especially for for the business guys who who involve with maybe webinars or have sales funnels, those kind of sort of strategies. Uh, he would be great. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, what's what's up next for you and your business? I think just growing my, the markets, the, uh, getting getting more exposure in, in Europe uh, and England and and overseas, and uh, yeah, I, I really want to grow the on the, the not the passive but the member sort of a membership model where people will like. I'd love to have maybe a hundred or two hundred people that are paying recurring income for access to my videos or something that they really find super helpful. So that's where I'm I'm going. I'm kind of just finding out what the market wants, but that would be where I want to build go to now. Yeah. There is definitely a market for that. Uh, I myself, I, 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 I watch YouTube videos and then I go do my stuff myself. I'm not the perfect candidate for that. But my running buddy today in the morning, my running buddy told me that he just booked a coach that does Edo Portal functional movement stuff. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. 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 And, and he goes, they, they really do physical, physical coaching. So, of course, if you can if you can do it even more accessible because you don't have to go there, um, that's that's even easier. Yeah, look, I mean, the running is a big space. I mean, that's one of the things that the running is a, a, a great, I love teaching running because of the functional movements. So it's, it's, it's such a simple thing, a few changes you can make and have a big impact on your body. And um, it's, you know, avoid a lot of injuries. It brings a lot of stress relief. It's a fun thing to do and it's not expensive. <laughs> you have to buy expensive bikes. So you, but yeah, a lot of people struggle with running. And, and the problem with running is a lot of, uh, a lot of mixed advice and, uh, you know, different opinions floating around the internet. There's a lot of controversy. Um, but I find, which has helped me so much, is that when you get, when you go back to the body's natural movements, you, you you can argue against the bodies. I didn't design the body. So, you know, it's like things – and when you ask the runners, how does it feel? They say it feels so natural. I'm like, there you go. It's not, it's not a call reader technique. It's you're putting the body in the right position. Absolutely. And depending on, on the niche, like you could go to the beginner runners who want to just get into the thing, uh, but you could also go to – uh, marathon people. I know yeah. so many marathon and ultra runner who who should really do more weights, more functional, uh, intensive, uh, muscular work because they need to strengthen uh, parts right. of their body. And when you see them running, they run like this because they are tired. So they need a lot of muscular work, but they right. don't they don't like it because runners don't don't try to avoid all or everything heavy uh, yes. and so but they are stiff and they have and, and they don't have enough muscles you know the great thing about functional movement i think this is what a lot of people are looking for is they're looking for the strength the flexibility and the mobility and they're doing a lot of stretching and a lot of mobility exercises but the great thing with learning how to do functional movements is you get those benefits quite quickly 
So, you know, I'm, I'm the most flexible and mobile I've ever been, and I don't do any stretching. Uh, and people say to me, what do you mean you don't do any stretching? And I say, I, it's just because I move in a way that the, the muscles let go, the fascia, you know, you can do all the foam rolling, that, and, and that's quite painful. Um, and particularly people who've got injuries, you know, having to do stretching and stuff, either, you either like it or you don't. There's a big crowd of people who love stretching and other people hate it. I hate but it. I find, yeah, I find like for people who hate it, I'm like, well, then just do a couple of sessions with me with on, on the functional stuff and you will get that mobility quickly um, because it's the body lets go. So I'm, I, I work with the nervous system. I don't deal with uh, trying to stretch out muscles and fascia. If you've had a long run or a long cycle and you, you've climbed a mountain and you feel stiff, then you can stretch your legs or your arms. That, that's fine, that stretching. But trying to stretch your body um is is a really long way to get to the thing and i think that's why a lot of people are dissatisfied with the stretching results because they feel good and then two weeks later they're tight again one day so, later. Yeah, <laughs> one day later yeah uh, and so for people who are listening who are keen to do that that's functional movements done correctly because a lot of um functional movements that i see are completely dysfunctional um, even the plank, which is a very popular core strengthening exercise, yeah. is referred to as a functional movement, and it's it's completely dysfunctional. You would never be planking in your real life. I mean, when do you ever lie or sit in that position? So it's not a functional uh, movement. It's static. You're sort of stuck in the one position. There's no movement. There's, I mean, I could keep you another hour here talking about how it's dysfunctional. But there are other exercises very similar that, that are functional. So, you, yeah, in fact, some of these exercises make your core stronger, make you stiffer. So while they're trying to make their tummy stronger, they're making their back stiffer. And then they go to yoga and they tighten the yoga and then they get free in the yoga and they come back to their core exercises and they're tight again. So it's all because you're mixing everything. So it's quite dynamic and com complex. But, yeah, simple in a sense. I want to say simple, but it's when you give the body what it needs, which is functional movements, not these hectic exercises, you get great results. Many are experimenting now with micro exercises. Instead of taking two hours and showering, etc., they do like five minutes here, two minutes there, ten minutes there during the day. Yes. If if they would just pick a snack, a little bit of exercise like that, which functional movements would you recommend them to do? That was a great question. Uh, squats, hands down. Like you know, just doing like seven or two sets of 10 squats, but again, done properly. You know, if you do squats incorrectly, you're gonna have knee problems, back problems. Uh, and such a simple exercise, like we do this for all the high level golfers. I, I train a lot of the German international golfers here in South Africa. And uh, one of the guys here, I made him sit on a low step, like a little rock or a pavement. And I just said to him, get up. And he said, I can't. I mean, he is, this guy is so strong in his arms and his legs. He bench, he deadlifts or squats like 150 kilograms. I said to him, just sit on the, on the, on the stone or on a medicine ball and get up. And he, he couldn't. <laughs> and he said, I, I don't understand. And I said to him, yeah, you don't have functional strength. You may be strong, but you don't have functional strength. So I got him to just get up off a small little uh, step. Two times seven, two sets of seven every second day. And he, now he gets up effortlessly. And he's got huge hip improvements. Said, I can't believe how my hips are so loose from just doing that simple exercise. And I said, Yeah, it's functional. You don't have to go and squat 150 kilograms, you know. So I would say either do squats, but make sure you're working with a trainer or someone that can make sure your technique is right. Otherwise, you you know, just those three or four squats can damage your knees or your back. I will tell you something that I have never told in public until now. <laughs> it's five years 
that I don't have a desk, I don't have a chair, and uh, basically have nothing that conventional offices have. I am sitting on the smallest things that I oh, can. Fantastic. There, there you go. Now, you, if you were to get up from there 10 times in a row, just up and down, just to, and stop, have a coffee, have a water, whatever, that would give you more mobility in your hips. And you can try it and you can see if what I'm saying is true, but you'll be amazed at just that exercise, how much mobility you get. Now, obviously, you've got to be careful with those who've got back problems and knee problems. You've got to build up to that. And that's where I help people online and take them through that process. But for the average guy, just that simple exercise three times a week, you get great results. Look, it's not going to make you a bodybuilding champion, but that's not what you're looking for. And this small tweak, because I hate I hate stretching, so yes. I just do it while working, basically. And uh, and this has had immense impact. So I went to my personal trainer during lockdown. There was no CrossFit, so I went for weightlifting to a personal trainer, and we started from the basics: squat, etc. And he made a picture of me squatting. And I was like, oh, oh, that's a bad sign when he makes a picture. And then he showed me, Simon, you have the perfect squat. And I said, what is a perfect squat? And he said, the degree of your angle and your hips and your back is just perfect. You need a lot of hip mobility to do that. And I'm like, I don't Correct. stretch. I don't do hip mobility. And he was like, you do a lot of hip mobility every day. And I was like, wait a moment. I'm sitting on the floor when I work 12 hours a day. Is that mobility? He said, yeah, continue doing yeah, that. Absolutely. And I, I, you, you just, there you go. You've actually experienced that. And I mean, I, I've just discovered that recently. I was saying to, saying to the guys now, like I've just had clients in the US and I've just said, can I, can we just stop your program and just, do you have a low step or a low, like a cushion? And they said, yes. And I said, sit on it and get up. And they go, I can't get up. I said, okay, well, there we go. And, and I just give them very basic stuff. Look, if you don't have any, I don't know, maybe you don't have any hip or back problems, because if you do have hip, back or knee problems, sitting on a low thing can aggravate it. Um, and that's where you work with someone like myself or a trainer to help you get the height. But it's, again, a very simple example of and what a difference it makes. Absolutely. And, yeah, so and, and for, for sorry, those people who love yoga, you know, what I, I work with so many people who do yoga. It's so popular. And I always say, you know, just add a few strengthening exercises and the correct exercises and you will see how much improvement in yoga. And suddenly you'll be in positions you can't imagine you could get to so quickly. Absolutely. Carl Reeder, everybody, check your mobility, check your functional patterns, check your flexibility. This is so good, not just if you're an athlete, but just if you're a human being, because you will move better and you will feel better and you will run everything in your day better, maybe even your business. So check it out, people. Thank you, Carl, for being on the show. Thank you for Let's having me, son. Yep. Come back soon, my friend. Yeah, I'd love to be come back. Thank you. Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one -on -one sprint coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.